Let me first read this. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. Let, let's go there. I just want to share something when it comes to spiritual dynamics. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. While we do not look at the things which are seen. Say with me, seen. But at the things which are not seen. He says, Paul is saying, uh, we do not look at the things which are material. But we look at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Now let's go to Hebrews 11 verse 3. Hebrews 11 verse 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Say with me the word of God. So if God's word had the ability to frame the world we are living in, how much more power does his word have in your mouth to shape business or a bank account? I don't know if you guys are with me. You need to understand the power of words or the power of God's word in your mouth. Are you guys with me? Hmm. So, so, the worlds were framed. Say with the worlds. So speaking of multiple, not just one world. There was a world that was, a world that is, and a world that is to come. Are you guys with me? I, 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 I hope you are a nightly crowd and a bit more awake. Uh, you know, this spirit of religion that just, when it is a morning service, people just think, let us just uh, be reserved. And there'll be the same people in another service and then they'll be more wild. It's religion. You know what, there's one thing more powerful than the omnipotency of God. If you're a theologian, it's going to clash right now what I said. There's one thing more powerful than the omnipotency of God. What is omnipotency? All-powerful. He is meaning there's nothing more powerful than God. But he himself said, Mark chapter number 7 verse 13 or 14. He says, by your traditions, you have made the word of God of no effect. Let me change it to how it is actually in other translations. Because of your traditions, that you have said with me handed down and many such things you do another translation says you have made the word of God of no power and the book of Psalms says there's one thing higher than God his word that he holds his word above himself are you guys with him he exalts his word above himself yet there's one thing that breaks the power of the word traditions man's traditions that when Jesus came into his own hometown he could do no great miracle God in the flesh was limited why because of their traditions that was handed down and many churches have traditions that are handed down that overpowers the Word of God are you guys with me one of the traditions let's be uh, silent in church there's a difference between reverence and silence in heaven there'll be rejoicing there'll only be 30 minutes of silence are you guys with me so when the presence 
the fire of God is in a place, there's noise. If you want to see the prophetic operate, there needs to be something called noise. The voice of God is moved upon emotions. Which whenever a preacher tells you that God doesn't move with emotions is a dead preacher. When a church is silent, you cannot hear God's voice. Are you guys with me? So let's go to Hebrews 11. Let's go back to Hebrews 11 verse 13. Hebrews 11 verse 3. So by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen, so the which are seen, were made of the things were not made of the things which are visible. Meaning that the things which are seen are made from the things which are invisible. Hence, I could take the word of God, speak things into existence. In the realm of the spirit, words are worlds. Are you guys with me? In the realm of the spirit, when I speak, it carries substance. Listen, when you do deliverance and you say to a demon, you just say fire. You, you don't have to feel fire. Um, when everything in the realm of the spirit or let me say like this physical objects in the spirit realm is created by words hence that's why the Lord said to Adam I'll bring the animals before you and you give it a name and when you speak and you give it a name life will come into them God never put life into the animals he caused Adam to put life into them Go read the word. Are you guys with me? He caused life to come into Adam and Eve. He breathed life into them. Chai. Lives. But yet when it came to animals, the Bible says Adam had to test them. And just to break your uh, religious mindset, it means to sleep with them. Okay. Are, are you guys with me? Please don't have bestiality. You see, some people look at me like very angry. You're, you're just religious. You don't like what I'm saying. He said to Adam, let's see if we can find you a helper. And he brought every animal in front of him so that Adam may test them to see if they are a good mate. So let me not say sleep with them, but let me say it in kinder words. He tested to see if they will be a good wife or not. That's what the scripture says. It's not me. So he looked at a monkey and he saw it didn't work. Then he looked at an elephant and he realized an elephant is not gonna work. And he found none. Yet that's why God made Eve out of his own flesh. But he said, when you bring them in front of you, speak and name the animals. The moment you name it, it will come alive. 
the moment you name something many times we've called demon sicknesses and we've given it a name like a sickness instead of a demon uh, he has with me or you named your future by saying ah my family struggled I'm this is my this is my life you've named it and it has come alive and it has become your reality meaning that your power is in your words are you guys with me go mark 11 verse 23 mark 11 verse 23 let's see something so if your words Mark 11 verse 24 Surely I say to you whoever says say with me says does it say pray does it say fast whoever says to this mountain be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart but believes that the things he says will be done he will have uh, he will have only some he will have whatever he does it say he will have whatever he prays whatever he fasts daniel was speaking to the angel when the angel said i came because of your 21 days of fasting but the angel said these words he said i came since the first day you set your face to pray i already dispatched and then the word the bible says these words i came because of your words are you guys with me i came because of your words what you have said activated me and i came into being to be with you meaning that whatever we speak i'm 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 i haven't this was actually not the word but let me just go from one verse to another let's go to uh let's go to 1 corinthians 2 maybe i'll get into what i wanted to do maybe not Let, let's see let's just go as the holy spirit leads Let's read from 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 verse 1 and I'm here to lay a foundation mm -hmm. uh, as a uh, you see a church that does not deal with things in the spirit can never be established um, 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 verse 1 and I brethren when I came to you I came not with excellency of speech or wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified and I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling trembling and my speech and my preaching were with not with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit say with me the spirit and the power he says my words i did not come to you with persuasive words meaning i did not just try to speak empty words another translation says enticing words but i came to you in a demonstration 
of the spirit and power he didn't say that he didn't speak he said my words carried power are you guys with me meaning that when i opened my mouth there was spirit and there was power many preachers don't have spirit or power and they minister death to their people a word has to carry revelation so Paul is saying, I came to you in demonstration of the spirit and power. What? So that something can happen. Next verse. So that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man. So with you, of man. Because there's another wisdom that I'll get into now. But in the power of God. Let's go to verse 6. This is where I want to get. Now he's speaking. Now he's shifting. And he says, I want to move to something called the wisdom and mysteries of God. You see, a lot of people are saved if i can put it in quotation marks uh relative to their parents being saved or them going to church their whole lives and they never had a personal encounter or revelation with jesus christ you will never understand even any word i'm speaking unless the holy ghost reveals it to your heart and causes eyes to be opened the only way he does it if somebody chooses and say I want to repent and believe and I want to repent of my lifestyle the moment I do it you do that there's a veil that is being lifted so now Paul is saying he goes in deeper and he's saying that uh, he's speaking of a wisdom but listen to this however we speak so with me speak wisdom among those who are mature now he's saying he says look i didn't come to you in a preaching of persuasive words of human wisdom or enticing words i didn't come to please you or just uh, give words that sounds nice but i came to you in a demonstration of spirit and power and then he shifts and he says but then i came to you and we speak a wisdom among those who are mature there are churches where you cannot preach a mature wisdom because they are not mature or let me rephrase it you cannot speak revelation or mysteries because their spirit cannot receive it they don't have capacity to receive it they sit and look at you like adam on, on mother's day are you guys with me you'll catch it when you're home uh, look at you like a turkey they just sit and it's like the the lights are on but nobody's home the the words are just going over their heads get life into you into your spirit when revelation is preached or where the holy ghost is present your spirit will be if you have the holy spirit there'll be a there'll be a, a, a synergy that'll cause you to respond or to move or to have some type of reaction it's called a spiritual reaction are, are you guys with me Howbeit, he says, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we, say with me, we speak. I want you to, I want to focus on the power of words. And I wasn't planning on preaching on this. We're going to get into something else if the Spirit allows. But this might just be for somebody we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery the hidden wisdom 
which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen, so the eye has not seen, nor has ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man. Meaning that you have, could not have even dreamt the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. Say with me, Spirit. Christians lack the Spirit. When I say Spirit, I'm not speaking of an emotionalism, uh, soulish experience that is caused by hype. I'm speaking about a spiritual experience, spiritual power that can only be found in a church when there is prayer. Are you guys with me? If there's no prayer, you can hype up the thing with music. You can hype up the thing with screaming. But if there's not spiritual power, people cannot be touched. Their lives cannot be changed. We minister spirit unto spirit. If I prophesy to somebody, it is spirit unto spirit. I minister to their spirit. They will feel it when they stand with me. Are you guys with me? So, but God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that has been freely given to us. So with me, freely given. So there's two things in this passage as I'm reading right now. Speaking, number one, is you see the word speaking over and over. And number two, say with me, things. He's saying there's things, there's deep things, there's secret things, there's hidden things. And as we speak, you will know the things of God. Are you guys with me? That we might know the things, so with you the things that are freely given to us. What's things? There are things in the spirit. I don't know how to pronounce it better. So with you things. It's mysteries, abilities, tools, weapons, uh, secrets, hidden things, deep things. Things that are deep. Listen, the closer you get to God, the deeper you get with Him. The nearer you come to Him, the more narrower life becomes. What I mean by narrower, there are things that me as a minister, I'm not allowed to do. Not because it is lawful. All things are lawful, but it's not beneficial. According to the law, I can smoke weed. Are you guys with me? Uh, we were in New York and all you do is just smell weed. I don't know if they call it weed anymore. Every time it changes. What is it? Weed. Okay. So uh, I did it. I smoked it. I used a lot of drugs when I lived on the streets. Uh, so every time I walk, when we walk in New York, I just get memories back. Like, oh, thinking of the drug den I sat in. But I encountered God there. But uh, uh, there are things that are lawful, but it's not beneficial. And the closer you get to the Lord, the deeper your relationship gets with Him. 
now he begins to whisper and say, I don't want you to watch that anymore. I can't have you to hang out with that person or that relationship anymore. And your relationship becomes deep with him. And you become, there are things that you are no longer prohibited or allowed to do as a minister. And how people judge you and they say, oh, you think you're full of yourself. No, 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 no. God has put restrictions on my life. So there's no longer I who live, but it is Christ that is living inside of me. For I am crucified with Him. I'm living a crucified life, meaning my life is restricted because there's one that, I'm, there's one that owns me. I, my life was bought with a price. My life is not my own. It belongs to another. Are you guys with me? If you want to experience power, live that life. Where you know that your life belongs to somebody else. Mm. And it is whether he is allowing you to do something or not. People might yak yak, cackle cackle. And say, uh, you know, or they have certain lifestyles or, or things. And it's not against scripture per se. But you know it is just something that God has not allowed you to do. And even though you want to do it, you don't do it. Because you chose to pick up your cross. Now things begins to happen. The eyes of your spirit opens. Because Isaiah said, The year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, sitting on a throne. Uzziah means flesh and Isaiah said the year the day that my flesh died the day that I crucified my flesh was the day that my eyes opened and I saw the Lord are you guys with me flesh has the ability to dim our eyes Eli allowed so much flesh to come into his life he allowed his sons to do whatever they could, what wanted to. And they slept with prostitutes and just slept around and messed around all over the church, the temple. And his eyes became dim and he could no longer see. A lot of people are like, lay hands on me, prophets, that my eyes can be open. Listen, crucify your flesh. And your eyes, your spiritual eyes will be opened. You'll have sight, you'll see angels. Angels is a form of light that can only be seen by light. Are you guys with me? Meaning the measure of light that I carry determines the measure of light of angels that I'll see. Unless God sovereignly, sovereignly comes and sends an angel as a minister. There are many ways angels can come. Angels can come to carry a message. But then there are times where you can just see angels. The Bible says, we are come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God, of innumerable angels. Go me that, that verse. Where, where, where's that verse? Uh, Hebrews. Get it for me quickly. Sorry, I just have a new Bible here, so I've got nothing more here. And I'm speaking to you by the Spirit tonight. Are you guys with me? Where is it? Hebrews 12. What? 20? 22. Hebrews 12, 22. Let's go. Zadono City. Hmm. 
listen to this but ye have come unto Mount Zion the city of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem say with me an innumerable company of angels now listen to this he says an innumerable company of angels so there's angels where the city and the location the spirit that we have come unto you might live in your house but you are in the city of the living God where there's innumerable angels number two to the general assembly and church of the firstborn so he says not only are you seeing angels you're seeing other generals that have gone before you that is in the church of the living God meaning Elijah is watching you while well, Elijah is alive still in the physical body uh, Abraham is watching you Paul is watching you which are written in heaven and to God the judge now listen to this and to God the judge of all comma and to the spirits say with me the spirits of just men made perfect he's saying if your eyes open you see now if we preach this stuff prophetically and they say you're a psychic or you're a spiritist there are things that prophets know or minister that pastors don't understand or they'll call you a heretic are you guys with me so it says if your eyes open you have the ability to see that you are in the city of the living God that you are a citizen of that city which speaks of the kingdom of God then you have the ability to see innumerable angels you can see the general assembly of the church who is registered in heaven then he says you can see the spirits of just men made perfect meaning those who have died that were saved you'll be able to see when your eyes are open okay let's go on I'm sure you know that let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 Zarono. where were we verse 12 1 Corinthians 2 verse 12 so he says so say with me things so when I speak about things it can be angels it can be mysteries it can be things that is hidden or constrained from us or that our eyes have been constrained not to see there are things that can be present in this atmosphere that God will either allow our eyes to see or our eyes to be constrained from seeing meaning Jesus after he was raised from the dead he raised himself after he raised himself he walked with his disciples on the road of Ammonias and the Bible says their eyes were constrained from seeing that it was the Lord and they walked with him the whole road yet they did not know that it was him because their eyes were blinded from knowing that it was him he looked like him are you guys with me but they said when they sat and spoke and had supper when they ate with him the eyes opened when he spoke the words of God the eyes opened so there are things that we are not allowed to see and then there are things which we are allowed Paul said there was a man I knew 
whether he was in the body or out of the body I do not know but such a man was caught up into the third heaven and he saw things which is unlawful for me to utter he said there's things that my eyes have beheld the glory of the Lord that I'm not allowed it's not legal for me on this earth to speak and see the things that I've explained I've seen or explain the things that I've seen are you guys with me the mysteries of the kingdom the hidden things of the spirit there are things in this life that when we serve God that it is not a religious type of life or let me just come to church on a Sunday no 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 they are deep things that is formed by the words that we speak he says "Howbeit we speak mystery with wisdom mysteries that we might know the things that have been freely so he says so what happens we speak this wisdom and no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things that God has for us, that's which He has revealed to us by His Spirit. Then it goes on, He says, Now we have received, not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God. So He says, We have received the Holy Ghost, so that we might know the things that has been freely given to us. Verse 13 which things say with the things we also speak are you guys with me i know it makes no sense for a theologian what i'm saying right now but if i'm speaking spirit unto spirit you will understand what i'm saying for a spiritual man discerns spiritual things a natural man cannot understand the things of the spirit but a spirit man discerns all things he says the things we also speak so he says there's things that we have to speak in order to get those things not in words which man's wisdom teaches but which the holy spirit teaches comparing spiritual with spiritual comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of god for they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned meaning i can speak this all night and if somebody is here and they are not spiritual they are natural what do i mean by natural they have not received the spirit of god by the baptism of the holy ghost by speaking in other tongues they are unable to discern or understand what i'm preaching it goes over their head the lights are on but nobody's home the elevator doesn't go all the way to the top floor you look into their eyes but it's like nothing is there no one is there are you guys with me for they are foolishness unto him neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned but he that is spiritual the, the word discerned means he says listen here these things that we speak the natural man cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned the word discerned there is in the context of that they are um, uh, 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 they are architecturally May, they are designed spiritually these things we are speak we are speaking is spiritually designed 
So the natural man has no comprehension of what you are saying. That is why church is not for the lost. It is for the saved. So the saved can go out and win the lost. But this is a training center. It's good if the lost comes in. It's great. People get saved. We do altar calls. We do all those things. And that's evangelistic. But if we just stay there, the saints will only get milk. And their spirits will never grow. So you will have evangelists fighting prophets, uh, pastors fighting apostles, and vice versa. Because the one just wants to get the lost saved, and they say, no, but the prophets are speaking about... I get fought all the time. We get attacked by at the moment by one of the biggest preachers in, in South Africa and it is okay because they are evangelists but they cannot discern the things of the spirit so they don't want any deliverance in their church they don't want any prophecy in their church and they say it's out straight and they're fighting me now because and, 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 and I'm speaking big hundreds of thousands of people but they don't want any movement of the spirit and the man was sitting with me and he says, why are you preaching these things? I'm like, what things? Paul says we speak the things. So there are levels. And Paul said, listen, let's move on from milk. If you stay with milk, you're going to stay immature. So yeah, this guy can get the people saved, but then he's got, his people come to our church and they get delivered. Now what now? Are, are you guys with me? But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him, they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ.